Good evening, everyone. A warm welcome to Inspire, a digital talk series on why schools matter. This talk series will take you on a short journey of introducing to you the movers and shakers of Indian education, selected from across the country. In this digital talk series, innovative topics informative content and progressive initiatives are being shared with you. We remain hopeful that the session over these two days and today being the second day will inspire you to take your school community to a totally new direction of development. On the first day of this series, we witnessed some powerfully stirring and profound thoughts and the initiatives which were taken and which were going on in the Indian landscapes by the who's who of the Indian education industry, thereby bringing meaningful changes in the academic systems of this country. Good evening, everyone. My name is Pooja Bose and I will be your moderator for today. I'm also an educator and a learner in the pursuit of getting the best of education to every learner in the country. I believe that good education is not just the domain of the affluent class, but is the right of each and every individual who wants to learn. I also believe that schools as hubs of learning should be those happy places where the best of ideas emerge and where knowledge is celebrated and where all children are given wings of learning to fly and begin their journey beyond the frontiers of the country or even this globe. I hope that great things happen when great minds join hands and I feel this Inspire event would be a great platform for the same. I am the head of the High Range School situated in the hills of Munnar in Kerala. And this school comes under the ages of the Tata Consumer Products Limited. We endeavor to give quality, equitable education to all the children across socioeconomic groups of the tea plantation workers and managerial staff. So I welcome all the speakers and listeners on board to the Inspire event day two. Before I welcome today's first speaker, I request all our audience to immerse themselves in this session and hold their questions, which will be addressed right after the session. I welcome our first speaker, Jinan KB. Jinan KB has been deeply concerned with the total absence of knowledge creation in the Indian society. Even though human beings are biologically equipped to create knowledge, we as children get conditioned to analyze second-hand information, which now can be replaced by intelligent machines. He believes that education needs to be reimagined based on the natural ability in children to create knowledge, to develop qualities, abilities, and sensitivities that can't be taught through machines. Jinan has been studying how children develop their cognitive systems meant for creating knowledge naturally for around 35 years and have been able to decode the whole system. Sir, I welcome you and I 
request you to present your thoughts over to you thank you thank you puja in fact i had uh, come to munar many years ago in the same school i came with rakna <laughs> nice to meet you here yeah uh, so i let me just start uh, right away the presentation just let me know ha ha okay okay so you're able to ha uh okay so thank you once again uh so uh, also please read the uh, what i'm showing you also even though i'll be talking about it but you can also quickly you know look at what i've written actually so my presentation is on from teaching paradigm to learning paradigm uh from transferring information to creation of knowledge uh so this this experience first hand experience of shift in these two paradigms has made me deeply look at what is learning and what is teaching these are two two different paradigms uh when i studied at nid amdavad national design institute for the first time i realized that there is a learning paradigm the learning paradigm nobody is teaching nobody is policing no compulsion no testing no grading no comparing but everybody seems to be interested in learning including the so called teachers uh but till then i was under i know i was within the teaching paradigm uh, you know from home to engineering i did in uh, bhopal but it's very important to say that today homes have also turned into schools because parents are busy teaching children there is no time for love care trust everything that the child needs is denied in the modern uh, context of uh, this uh, complete unwanted understanding of what knowledge itself uh so this is my you know kb jinan.in ekf foundation i have run a foundation called existential knowledge foundation you can look through this because it's almost a 35 40 years of research which i'm trying to talk to you in 15 minutes and what i'm going to tell you is completely different from what what you have been you know conditioned to understand what school is what education is i'm going to take the opposite of that so it it may it may not and you know the output is measured and then they are graded and you know and the best so called best in that context is sent to iits and then nits and you know so the, this is the story so far and this story began because we our question is how to teach children so there's a slight twist in the story now with the introduction of artificial intelligence because now they are proposing is that you know of course digital data is going to come in and it will be technology led and teacher assisted almost like that you know of course the reverse is what they are talking about but this is going to be more likely that the teacher becomes the operator of all these mechanisms in the classroom again top down approach more alienation from real life processes and continuation on how to teach children so it's very interesting to look at what is machine learning and what is now what they have invented as artificial intelligence which is of course going to come to schools so teaching machines what to do exactly the way how we have been teaching children what to do and in this story what has happened is that they have reached such a level that uh, this machine could defeat the world 
champion, uh, chess champion uh, uh, Kasparov, you know, quite some years ago. Uh, so that is the level at which the machine can be taught. But now their interest is that how do you create artificial intelligence itself, meaning how do you make machines that can learn on their own? So this is the task they set to. And the paradox of modernity is that, that uh, this artificial intelligence is being developed by studying how children create knowledge. Ah, and, and, and the same thing is going to be used to teach children down, you know, dumb children down and, and making them thorough idiots by the whole system. Uh, yesterday I was watching some very, very important videos of MIT scientists trying to develop people involved in trying to develop artificial intelligence. They are very, very systematically studying how children learn. But the tragedy is that nobody is interested in using that understanding to reimagine schools. They still want the schools to run in the same, you know, top-down approach, children to be taught. So, now our choice is whether we should learn from AI how to teach children or whether we should learn from children how to learn. Because this whole modern educated people will have to relearn now how to, because all our understanding is about teaching. Because whatever knowledge somebody has given you, you are now transferring that to other people. This is all what is happening. There is nothing called creation of knowledge. And this seems, doesn't even seems to bother us that, you know, all our reimagination of education has never addressed the idea that how do you create knowledge? Who should create knowledge? So choose between artificial intelligence and natural intelligence. So see, the, the important thing is that the answer will depend on the question you ask. So the question that we had asked till now is that how to teach children. So naturally what will happen, we will find out how to teach, when to teach, how much to teach, how to teach, all that kind of thing that we are familiar with. Shift the question, ask how children learn. A whole lot of change will happen to everyone around. You will find that a total shift in paradigm, you will ask what children learn, how do they learn language. You see, children in Bangalore slums learn four languages by the child reach four years. How does it happen? Nobody is teaching there. So, and in this new paradigm, what is important is that learning is natural, curiosity is life-given. It is not something that schools or any teacher or anybody can give. It's a, it's a gift that life gives. Just that we waste this away because we don't understand how to use it. And to learn means to create knowledge. To learn means to shape oneself. And the, and the content is not the word, written word, but the real world. And language is used for articulation and not for cognition. So the new paradigm provides another situation where children are encountering the unknown. Because they are, you are not using ready-made knowledge to teach children. Unknown actually shapes the very value system because in front of unknown, you can only be humble and wonder what is happening. And it also will shape the cognitive system because in front of unknown, the only thing you can do is to observe. You know, naturally your senses become alive, your body become alive because you're, you're exploring now. And when there is no teaching, when there is a condition for learning, when there is everybody's interested in learning, it, it completely shifts into another kind of a value system in which it becomes open collaboration, cooperation. So this is what actually happens in all other life systems, except the modern educated people. And the cognitive system based on playful exploration, discovery, intelligence, open-ended process, and being autonomous. This is very important to be autonomous. And this is even far more important that never having felt that somebody has failed, one made a mistake and all that, because all this terminology is the invention of modern mind. 
because in learning there is nothing called failure and nothing called mistake you know and to be to be punished or to be downgraded this is what modernity has completely misunderstood this whole process so children are biologically equipped to create knowledge so which means that we are biologically bound by the whole system tools you know qualities everything is bound by biology so now we need to go through certain amount of redefinitions there are so much to be redefined but i won't take uh, that much time let's look at creativity because this is an often repeated word creativity today now we have taken it into art because think, thinking that that is where creativity lies creativity is the response necessitated by the condition of unknown the moment there is unknown uh, uh, in front of you the only response you can do is by being creative play play is completely misunderstood now everybody is pushing play way way of learning and all that kind of nonsense without understanding what exactly is play playfulness is the quality that the child is embodied see this child has just picked a you know uh, taken a bite into a coconut and it it looks like nandi bowl then it looks like moon so he is telling all this and this is the principle that a child actually uses to create toys so naturally toys are more dangerous than schools actually children don't need toys at all toy is a part of their cognitive process and play is the reenactment all experiences are being reenacted through activity called play children do play but it is actually a reenactment of experience it's a kind of a reflection and toy is that uh, object that the child uses in order to uh, you know satisfy that particular experience in this case the child is telling this is my child you know then the next uh, picture the same object is becoming a vehicle it is becoming a rocket all kinds of things the child is able to imagine so that comes to this question of what is imagination uh, you know child's imagination is rooted in their real life experience but what we have is imagination of imagination meaning imaginary imagination because we keep reading books and create unwanted imaginary uh, image, images in our head so what do how do children learn is something very important to look at <clears throat> so number one is that senses are the most important tools of course something that we never use in our school in the throughout our educational paradigm and children try to make sense of every phenomena that is happening around every object the children explore and they begin to recognize patterns and they begin to create a certain kind of a uh knowledge system based on that so look at this this is a very important thing to see how this child is comparing this is what is called pattern recognition the child is seeing similarity and difference through this finding of similarity and difference the child slowly begins to categorize all its experiences so first time when a child eats a mango and second time when he eats mango immediately there is a recollection and a realization that, oh both belongs to the same category so this is how actually the body begins to create knowledge without the use of language and how, how what children uh, learn is another very interesting thing to look at so now i want to ask you the participants whether have you done this kind of an activity like keeping a book like this and have you told it it is a house have you put bed sheet over a uh, table and told uh, played houses i mean as young uh, children we all have play, played this things you know every child is doing it so see it's like this that putting the chair table everything you're making a house so why is it that every child is doing this this is the question that i began to ask when i began to uh, document children i have more than almost 4 5000 uh, videos on this so you can understand that what the child is trying to do is to understand each phenomena by how it looks what is the use of it 
how it is made which what material it is made how do you attain a structural stability and what is the context of all this this is what the child is doing through all its activity there is nothing called play they are only trying to understand the world through playful exploration of the world so naturally play and toys are what children recreate in, in that process of uh, uh, experiencing and and so as i told you it is to, to understand form function process materiality structure and context that the child makes the play and and then the toys so some of the uh, see for example when books are kept together and created a house now when children stay near slum uh, city they do this mobile phone this is another very interesting thing she had seen me making a uh, laptop i mean using a laptop immediately she made her own laptop this is far more interesting in which in this case she compared this to her parents comparative size plugged imagine as father and mother then next moment she is telling they are sleeping now they laid her down and put them to sleep so children have a fantastic imagine imagination capacity they are making their own knowledge and function of course as i told you function is to understand the function of things so here the child is you know uh, exploring the space that what house is all about you know process is the process of making how one makes things and structure is the stability that it it attains after see we have run a school from 19 uh, you know from 2011 to 2014 13 we called it reimagining schools this is one of the best experiments probably in the world quality of thing this is very interesting that i'm sure all of you must have noticed that when children sit on a sofa they starts bouncing why is every child bouncing so this is an interesting thing that when children sit on a chair like this in the railway station they start sliding so why is that every child responding in exactly similar way to things this is what is to be asked so how children create knowledge is language is very very important to understand so here when a child saw a peacock flying the child told that it is a crow and then the uh, the peacock stopped and started walking and then the child told it is a kutta so what is interesting is that all flying ones are kaka crow for her and all walking ones are kutta this was when she was around 2 and a half 3 years so the child actually as the child begins to you know experience the world around slowly the child on their own start creating you know knowledge how they create language they create a whole system and and so and this is the actually the basis for true activity of uh, you know engaging with the world so i'm trying to sum it up curiosity is life given it is nothing to do with education every living being is curious it it starts off observation it leads to exploration then it generate interest it leads to attention and of course patience is a must of part of this attention and and the circle goes on so experience is the fundamental premise the base on which everything is happening so it's recurring refining renewing revisiting so this is the kind of knowledge which is actually integral and holistic which doesn't fragment the world which doesn't fragment knowledge in the language and then you know you have the some silly thing called experiential learning no it is it's only in experience that learning can take place and uh, as as an organization existential knowledge foundation is looking very deeply at uh, you know initiating this kind of a dialogue on what is play what is drawing what is language how children learn language and what is art because this art led education is a new tamasha that modern you know this unesco led 
then the CBAC let things are going on. You know, absolute knowledge without understanding how children create knowledge. This is what is happening. So, autonomy, respect, and trust. This is what children need. Not our help. Our respect is what children need. That they are truly capable of creating knowledge. And it is time that we learn from children how to create knowledge. So we should keep children away from screens, all type of screens, mobile phones and books, toys, far more dangerous, play date, playground, play worker, art, stories, because this is a new tragedy that has begun, that ch children should be bomb you know, bombarded with some silly stories that people are creating without truly understanding anything about the fundamental nature of learning, what constitute knowledge, how children create knowledge. And of course, Montessori method, this is being pushed left, right and center. And please forgive me if I am using the next uh, thing that I'm going to tell you will disturb you, but I have to say it because it's extremely important that we re-understand children from a creator of knowledge. So keep them away, away if possible from, sorry, huh? I'm going to give you the last bomb, the educator, adults and teachers and parents, of course. So ekfoundation.in is the uh, site that you can check in. And so this is my final statement. The sign of a civilized society can be measured by the conditions it provides to its most vulnerable members without making them aware. This is a key aspect without making them helpless, without making them feel they are idiots, you know, that of their vulnerability and helplessness. How do you create an environment that truly respects children? And, and this society exists. All the non-literate communities have been like this. It's only a matter of just stepping out of the modern society and look at any society that, that are indigenous in its nature, how without any teaching, how learning takes place. So this is from a very long years of research that so one with the last statement, I would like to finish this that hundreds and hundreds of scientists are spending time in MIT and different kinds of institutions trying to learn how children learn to develop artificial intelligent machines to teach children once again. Whereas I am involved in, I and my group, Existential Knowledge Foundation is involved in trying to understand how children learn to reimagine how do you create a truly, uh, you know, uh, an enabling space for children and for us, because we have been conditions of condition, we have been victims of this modern education where we only know how to, uh, you know, how to, uh, uh, distribute information information what what is so-called knowledge so thank you very much i'm very very sorry for this kind of a approach there is no other way i could tell this but uh, uh, I'm, I'm very sorry if, if i've hurt you in another way but we have to be extremely objective about this whole thing so don't don't worry about the hurt but be objective and try to understand how to learn thank you very much